to Saturday edition of Day 76. Today is Day 76 of 100 Days of Colin. We're just kicking off the days. Ordinarily, this would be That AI Show, which is a different show. We just kind of did a merge into uh, that the unsanctioned citizen. We're just doing it all here because we're trying to goose as much listenership into this. But typically, this is going to be a That AI show. So here's what we've discovered this week is that there is a World Economic Forum agenda. They have a 2026 plan to get uh, Neuralink-like technology, which is basically a brain chip technology where basically you can radio your your commands to say like an external device like your phone um, so that it can operate you you will be fully functional robotics up in your brain now I know that you didn't come out of your mother with robotics in your brain and that's that's perfectly fine uh, but it won't make you kind of a, a you know fully integrated system that can be used as a swipeable currency by the World Economic Forum. And that's really the end game. The end game is to is is the one palm reader. It's for you to walk up to any any terminal interface and swipe yourself as a currency unit. Okay, and then either there's a there's a denomination of charge that's exchanged or uh, you become the currency so that you can get into places so your identity becomes the currency um, and that is how you are are leveraged so this is a concept I talk about a lot but you know some people aren't sensitive about it you know they're like no I don't care Uh, I don't think they really understand it but it could be that they do understand it and they really don't care which you know I'm not worried about those people I'm worried about the people who actually do care and want uh, free will and volition that is not subject to say okay we went through a lot during the pandemic and we learned a lot through the pandemic and one of the things that we learned is that the government will try to force a medicine technology upon you um, through mandate of the state or whatever uh, and one such state is Canada Canada did a lot to uh, to force the vaccine onto a bunch of truckers. The trucker convoy is back in the news. Um, and uh, one of the things that happens to be trending right now is the Trudeau dictatorship must go. So people here in the, in, in the uh, North America territories, regions of the United States, Mexico, and Canada don't, don't like this. They don't like it. And uh, what's being said is that Canada's digital ID plans become uncomfortably close to Chinese social credit. So what's wrong with Chinese social credit? Well, I mean, if if you're a Uyghur, you know, it's going to be really hard for you to get around unless you're in Xinjiang, right? You know, doing stuff in a camp. Okay, and the social credit score is that, okay, if you have your ID and your ID is everything, it is your sole currency in that culture, like that's you become the currency, so you walk up to a train, or to buy food, or to admit yourself to an education facility like a like a library, um, they will reject you or eject you based on your social credit. Now, you know, if you're Falun Gong, 
or you're somebody who's a dissenter of the state, they won't let you in to say football games. That's the kind of stuff that they started trying in West, Western Washington State. Um, you know, you you can come in if you've got your, but there's going to be a segregated area. You know, the unwashed, unvaccinated masses over here may sit over here, and then the people who have been good and took their medicine and took their vaccines, well, th- those people can come over here, and and they can even go in the VIP boxes if they want. So, but but you. You un you you unvaccinated unwashed people. Well, you you just sit sit way over there, in the in the nosebleed seats. You know you need to know what a bad person you are, all right, for not doing what we want. So this is all changing around now because the CDC issued this you know kind of squirrely guidance, and people listened to the government a little too closely and didn't question enough and didn't hold them to account. But something happened. Something something really interesting recently happened, and now the CDC is going, oh, we're wrong, and we did a lot wrong. And um, <clears throat> I think one of those things is that they didn't release, and this is in the, uh, the sources up top. So let's, let's look at the box up top. Under the Neuralink digital currency, there's a box up there that says the unsanctioned citizen. If you push to the left, here, just push the left there. Um, we have the Truth in Action article, which I'm going to go over briefly. Then the AI Ethics Framework, which is published from the World Economic Forum. I'm sure that's just riveting stuff. You're going to want to just look at it. But there is some stuff in there you really should pay attention to because <clears throat> this is their agenda for you. Um, and then finally, the NIH-funded trials. Uh, some of them never actually reported their results. And there was a a watchdog that showed that they never reported their results. And these are studies from 2018 and 2019 prior to the pandemic, but I'm sure that those NIH-funded trials also to the future should include any pandemic results. <clears throat> so some of those results never never came to the fore. So that that's really important to, to notate because we pay for those things and, and we deserve to know what the research is about, what it contains. <sighs> so there's an accountability tree, all right, and uh, when the, the farther away, the closer it gets to your, like, say, identity, the farther your control of yourself and your circumstances gets away. I don't know why it's like that, but it just so happens that it is. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's look at this. Uh, let's look at some of this this uh, sourcing here. Thanks everybody for showing up, by the way. So we're gonna go to this recount. Here's the Truth in Action article. It says. World Economic Founder, World Economic Forum Founder, by 2026, you will have a microchip in your brain. Now, I, I don't know how true that will actually be, but you know, maybe it will be widely available to you. But um, Klaus Schwab believes that every human on Earth will be fused with technology within a few years. That that this is how we're going to run things. This is how we're going to do it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, here's the quote and the source is LifeSite News. Brain-computer experiments have progressed steadily, 
with the company announcing a new wearable prototype with a neural interface earlier in 2021. Facebook developed an artificial intelligence claimed to be capable of translating brain data to text with only a 3% error rate. University of California, UCSF, clinical professor Eric Chang is leading the research. The study involves planting electrodes into the brain's surface and using a computer program to directly decode full words from brain activity. Recent test results are claimed to be promising. On the hardware side, we need to build systems with higher data resolution to record more information from the brain and more quickly, he said, according to LifeSite News. <clears throat> Sorry. Despite funding the UCSF study, Facebook claimed it had no interest in developing products that required implanted electrodes, but here they are developing a neural interfa- interface, so they just deny it. So I've seen that pretty, that's a pattern. You know, we're, we're not doing that. They just claim they're not doing it, which is a form of gaslighting. They're like, well, we're doing that. We're releasing press about it to the technical sphere. And then they tell the sentence, like, why is this happening? This is alarming. Well, it's not happening. You know, it's like a Jedi mind trick. They're like, these are not the droids you're looking for kind of thing. So this is, this is not acceptable. They've, they've got to admit that they're doing what they're doing. If they're going to release press over here, they can't say to the public over here, this isn't happening. So that's, that's kind of dumb. That's kind of dumb. So <clears throat> Tesla has gone a step further with its, its subsidiary, Neuralink, intending to use wireless microchips to connect brains to digital gadgets. Now, Elon Musk has never made any like counter... Like, he's developing Neuralink. That's what he's doing. So CEO Elon Musk claims Neuralink will lead to artificial intelligence symbiosis. The product will enable someone with paralysis to use a smartphone with their mind faster than someone using thumbs, he said on Twitter. And he also said, first Neuralink product will enable someone with paralysis to use a smartphone with thumbs, or faster, and the device is implanted flush with the skull and charges wirelessly so you look and feel totally normal. I don't know how normal you would feel with a giant, like, you know, electronic puck sitting on the base of your brain, but, you know, we can talk about it. Quote, Bill Gates pioneered the implanted microchip industry long before Neuralink, personally commissioning birth control chips from a company named Microchips Biotech back in 2012. According to the Gates Foundation website, it's their website, the Gates Foundation website, the Microsoft founder contributed more than $20 million to the initiative in recent years. Contraceptive microchips designed to provide morning-after medication to users were still in the preclinical stage at the time of publication. Big tech firm ambitions to use intrusive, Experimental technologies to re-engineer the human mind and body exemplify what Google Engineering Director Ray Kurzweil described as transhumanism. Kurzweil claimed machines are powering all of us and making us smarter back in 2017. He predicted the human neocortex, a part of the brain where thought is processed, will be connected to the cloud sometime in the next decade. 
and he didn't say whether this is going to be voluntary or involuntary. He just said, you're probably going to be able to do it. So <clears throat> next, next paragraph. Amid the Chinese Communist Party's virus crisis, people went directly to what the Chinese did with the pandemic and what happened with the pandemic. You see what happened there? They forced a medicine on you, on you that can probably force a technology on you. So, amid the Chinese Communist Party virus crisis, that's what they call it, but it's really COVID-19. So, Silicon Valley has plenty of resources to realize Schwab's dream. Facebook is the fifth digital firm to achieve a $1 trillion market cap, tailing only behind Apple and Microsoft. During the Biden administration, transhumanist tech behemoths continue to have unparalleled access to, to the federal government. White House recently urged social media giants to flag disinformation about <clears throat> COVID-19 vaccines. That's a paraphrase. And there's a couple of videos in there. Um, there's a World Economic Forum discussion when humans become cyborgs, which you may or may not find in interesting. The host sums up the, the attitude that we're expected to participate when at the beginning she says with great zest, I've always wanted to become a cyborg, you know, and of course there's some weird enthusiasm. You know, there's just lots of people who want this technology. They, you know, they, they, they find it novel. They think it's, uh, they think it's progress. They think it's a form of human progress. But then there's, there's far more many people who think that, that giving, given, sorry, given the way that we have used technology, it has been a regression of humanity. And and it probably shouldn't have been that, but that's what we've used. We've used it to control one another. We've used it to create, um, <clears throat> you know, barriers to, to what we need, to create sanctions against one another, to create war, to steal from one another. Um, at higher rates and paces, like, you know, if somebody can get your credit card, if everything's on a credit card, so to speak, then, you know, they can just steal. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's darker stuff about the human nature that, that we're not necessarily entertaining every day, and we don't want to, and we probably shouldn't. But, um, you know, if we do have a social credit score system, we really need to find, you know, a way to to get in the fulcrum so that we have some a way to express our will so that brings me to uh, this this document so it's it's already merging into government so the way that this AI is being it's already being co-administrated through through government so it's involved in the judicial process already uh, in April of 2021, the Supreme Court launched its AI portal, SuPACE, the Supreme Court Portal for Assistance in Courts Efficiency, to leverage machine learning to aid scrutiny of cases and address existing bottlenecks. So, <clears throat> that's interesting. Um, building a robust AI ecosystem is also crucial for India as it seeks to establish itself as a hub for AI development. Stanford AI Index report shows that India has the highest AI skill penetration rate in the world. According to a recent NASCOM report, data and AI have the potential to add a US dollar of 450 to 500 billion to India's economy by 2025. And they are key 
in BRICS, which is the Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa currency for data. That's the one where they can basically turn data into money. Um, when it goes over there, it just turns, they turn, data becomes money, money becomes data. You know, it's interchangeable in the BRICS system. So it doesn't surprise me that that India has become a key player in the World Economic Forum's um, operate. I need to get this out. Operationalized ah, la, la. <laughs> approach to AI and technology. Um, so that's in the sauce. That's up there in the sources in the boxes. So I encourage you to go up there and just kind of give it a, a thorough read. Um, it's not really going away, but this is just a, a glide. It's a glide overview of what's out there. It's not necessarily gripping everything about your life right now. You have some volition about it. I want to go ahead and open the phones if anybody wants to come up and talk about this, um, how you might be feeling about a, a brain ship technology that, that, that becomes swipeable. But we, we know that the one technology from Amazon is already in the supermarkets at Whole Foods. That's that's a swipe. They they you know here's your palm. We're gonna take the vein map, and that becomes connected to your credit card. So when we see your hand, it becomes currency, and then we can charge you for your groceries. So th they're finding diverse ways of making your body this technology as commerce. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Reggie, who's been here before. Welcome back, Reggie. Hello, how you doing, Sheila? Good, good. Yeah, this I noticed the subject on this, and this is kind of near and quasi dear to my heart. And that tell is, us uh, why? Uh, <laughs> because I I've been plugged in and watching evolution and technology, including being heavily involved in that field. Oh, okay. Tell us what life. you did. Well, tell us what I, you did. I started out by being interested in science, you know, science and scientific discoveries and I watched the semiconductor industry as I went in then I actually oh, went nice. to school for that for, for dealing with uh, you know uh, radios, radio propagation the very beginning of computers and watching how computers evolved so and, that's uh, wireless, so you're, you're dealing with wireless wireless is one wireless is one but the actual processing how semiconductors work which is a really interesting thing you know the science of how they work you know you hear semiconductors all the time and you know they aren't all truck drivers you know semiconductors are essentially crystalline type medium that allows the uh, logic switching that was pro you know prior to that it was all done by tubes or it was done by you know uh you know, sliding big systems where it flipped one way or another way, which essentially mm. is like logic, a gate. You make a decision, is it this or is it that? Okay. Yeah, ones so, and zeros. Yeah, well, you know, in the very beginning when I was extremely young, uh, there was uh, the newfangled transistor radios, and it's transistor radios <laughs> was one of the first, uh, one of the first uh, uses of semiconductors. And so right in the very beginning, I've been watching this and watching this evolve. And then, and I actually had some of the very first computers and played with it, very first video games and played with it, very first dial-up 
modems and systems and bulletin boards which predated the internet and you know watching this constant evolution and even then you know uh, there's always speculation in the in the scientific world of where things are going and many of them have turned to be very prophetic i don't know if you ever heard of neil stevenson mm. he wrote a bunch of books like the diamond age or uh, snow crash which is very interesting because it plays exactly on what we're talking about now but these were written 30 years ago so going to what i'm of interest now is we're close to the verge of making a transition uh you remember the guy who uh, kurt's file who developed one of the first electronic synthesizers i know he's really an old timer now but he's still plugged into hoping to get a transition what do they call it yeah yeah ray kurzweil is is the transhumanism yeah the transhumanism oh, you know he's been you know, he's been in this i found it interesting about 15 years ago when because I, I knew him back in the move days when he first did the very first you know, first uh, electronic music i mean that's ancient but uh, the whole idea is the, that the evolution, that much of what we do, essentially intelligent life, when you make thought processes, you're a, biolo- you're a biological computer that's making decisions, that's controlling all your input-output devices, which is your vision, hearing, hands, arms, everything else. And we all run by electricity, which is yeah. kind of interesting. And we're carbon-based life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've heard that before, correct? Oh, uh, all of the above, that. yeah. Well, the interesting thing is the most fundamental semiconductor, and there's a electronic balance, the most basic semiconductor is carbon. And crystalline carbon, and essentially they take the, uh, the semiconductor, you know, carbon's the first one. Then they have silicone, germanium, uh, germanium. there's a number of them, okay? And, and at the crystalline structure, they're able to imprint uh, a slight balance change of whether it leans a little one way or leans another way, the density. So much of our advancement of technology, including the computers and the phones we work, is when we discovered and started using this particular crystalline structures for uh, logic machines or what they call them, Turing machine. Oh, Turing, yeah. Yeah, well, from, you know, what is it? Yeah. Alan Turing? Alan Turing from back when they were the first driver. The Enigma this, machine, encryption. that's encryption. Yeah, 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 when they broke Enigma. Uh, Enigma, I believe, was the, the German encryption code, and then they broke it uh, yep. using, essentially, the first stages of computers. So get... Getting back and rolling this back, the, the reason that I am really interested in this is because we're really close to the step over of where the human mind and a lot of our controls and input and outputs that we do and how we deal with the world is done through an electronic interface. A good example right now, I'm speaking with you on my smartphone, right? where we're using for video. We are rapidly evolving this direction. You know, uh, uh, I'm not sure your age, but if you were uh, looking at things 20 years ago, people weren't carrying their phones around. They're plugged into their phones right now. They're social mm-hmm. media. They're everything else. And yeah, it's, it's pretty integrated. These devices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Major changes. It's changed how we think about things, how we act. It's changed our social structure. And, it's, and not for the better necessarily. We have... Not, not necessarily. Not, it's worse for our health. Not necessarily. 
our health is is suffering i mean physical health our mental health might or might not be even though i do think the children are are really really suffering i think we we, there was a lot of research that tumbled out during the the pandemic but i think it's the way people process their social connections um there was definitely uh it's a disconnect it's not there is no human interaction well um there there is human interaction but it's skewed (laughs) and it's distorted it's it's like untrue or altered yes. human you know synthetic or or just manipulated yeah, well, we don't human have the consequences of facing somebody and and mm-hmm. seeing their reactions yeah you can't you can't really get the truth about that and then people's uh the way that they correspond or kind of respond to one another is it's different easy to be a now. total asshole or worse well, there's there's cases, there is that. I mean, you know, there there is a like permissiveness. It. Well, some people like it. Some people don't get a choice. And some, when you're growing up, say like you're an adolescent, you know, people are trying to find their way. But if their head their heads are all down on their phone, and you know they have been bullying each other for years since like the sixth grade on social media, they don't even understand that they're doing it anymore. It's like second nature. <laughs> So now they come into the workforce and, you know, they go too hard and casual interactions, you know, they don't know how to like temper themselves. Like they, they, they feel like they have to go full throttle. They speak through their teeth about things that aren't really, you know, bad actions. So like they're not believed unless they're enraged. Do, do you follow me? Right. And the oh, internet yeah. trains them. Most definitely. Yeah, they they, they don't believe it's right. artificially manufactured drama. Okay, right, and they, the the internet did that. The internet did that because that's how you generate clicks. You, I am not going to be listened to. There won't be enough attention unless, or I won't be believed. I won't be considered unless I am. I behave histrionically and start a fight. Yeah, and that's not that's not good. The, oh, the, no. com- I mean, the, the commercial this, models this behind the technology have done this. For our social system. Our social yeah, but we're being driven further into it with more operability, and, and it's closer to our identity, like closer to our body, to our brain. These are core functions. And I know that uh, we're basically a giant saline sack <laughs> of electromagnetic conductivity. With a whole you know? bunch of microprocessors. Yeah. You know, and and that's you know, for somebody who is really doesn't look at people like anything other than than a movable unit, um, which I don't. You know, I have a concept of society that's a little little broader. Um, you know, I don't really like the idea of maybe say the World Economic Forum being the the chief ethicist. Yeah. Okay. Why does it scare that, you? You develop semiconductors. Tell tell me, new aristocracy. Tell me. Yeah, and and they, you know, when they say things like uh, everybody will have own nothing and be happy, well, that's not true. If you aren't happy, they'll fix you up with some sort of a connection that makes you artificially happy. That's the other one of the problems is, uh, you know, not treating the problems, just uh, selling uh, constant treatments for the symptoms. 
mm. this is better from a financial point of view for the people yeah. selling it of course it's not better for the people you know getting it so i'm going to continue on down the road and i'd mentioned this earlier okay there being a realist and watching how things go things are not going to stop okay they're going to keep on going so well, they can change. They can change tracks, though. I mean, it, Reggie. That's I mean, That's it. Yeah, they can. They can. Try they can be adjusted in a direction. We need to get ahead of it and try to drive it in a direction that's not going to make us all into a whole bunch of peasants doing what we're told and what we're not told, and you know, and and living unhealthy lives because it's inconvenient for us to live long, and you know, unless we're useful. I mean, going down a. A road of everybody being controlled by a group of aristocracy elite who in many cases aren't didn't get there by merit almost all of them are born into it very few of them can actually write you know come into it without being lifted by their peers and their peers aren't us mm. uh, we need to see these things where it's going I remember the very beginning I was a as I mentioned, I've always been plugged into high tech. And so when the first, uh, back then, I remember the evolution of the first security systems we were using, we're all uh, using tube cameras and time-lapse recorder, essentially a glorified version of a videotape. And they were very expensive and there was no intelligence in them. So uh, essentially everything had to you know, be available for review and then stored into a log. And at the time, they come up with the first DVRs, digital video recorders. And uh, I was a owner of a company where we had been maintaining a lot of the security systems, the video surveillance systems for the military in a number of different environments. And, and which military was this? Uh, this was, in this case, there was a couple of different militaries. One of them was the Air Force when they had uh, their uh, SAC. It was actually a some of their uh, back in the uh, in what was known as McCord Air Force Base then they had a SAC unit strategic air command where they used to have nukes and then they got rid of them out of there but the oh, okay. this is Washington had, uh, State yeah Joint, uh, that's where I was from Lewis, uh, Lewis McCord Base Banger was another location and okay. PSNS or as we uh, you know we affectionately called it Penis Anus <laughs> the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard <laughs> Hey, if you say that around Sorry. there, everybody knows. <laughs> so we had these contracts where we're maintaining the radio systems and their security systems for the most part. And so during the evolution of that, they changed from having cameras where they had these old black and white tube TVs where they had somebody viewing it all the time. And at a high end, they had a very expensive time-lapse recorder that would take essentially, you know, photos, photos on a VCR. And uh, the first digital video systems and the first chip cameras came out. And since we were already maintaining it, I, you know, I realized what a huge shift it was in the technology. And we got locked in right in the very beginning of that. Okay. And, you know, that's just an example of, of you know, and I, I've constantly worked through right now. Yeah, and then chip cameras became something... Machine. You know, widespread. It's it's something in our phones it's in your today. Phone. <laughs> yeah, it's in your phone today, right? Every, right. Much more higher advanced, the, the very top stuff you could ever get. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and I know I know that the spread of, of data is going to be out there, but it doesn't have to become a surveillable product where you become the product. It, it, everything is completely um, different than it was, say, like 25 years ago. When I say, you know, it's you used to go pay a neck... Well, well, let me explain, you know, just, okay. just the di- diametrically opposed. You used to go pay a dollar or something for a newspaper, right? And you'd pull it out of the machine, and, and you get your your newspaper. Um, today, you are the newspaper. You you are essentially the news, um, but the news kind of revolves around you, and it rounds on uh, re- the business model revolves around you. It used to be here is this denomination of currency in exchange for this paper news. Now it's you are this 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 person who chooses the news out of a tree of clicks and it's not really driven by news it's driven by reaction and so you have become instead the product and not the consumer and so this is the way things are being moved okay you are becoming a monetary unit instead of becoming a consumer so when all of this this kind of changes and and it's it's subtle and progressive, but we have to kind of say, I don't want to be a monetary unit. How do I change that? And that would be something ongoing. That's a rhetorical conversation that we're going to have to have ongoing. How do we, you know, how do we say no? And then just kind of, because this is a slow ping pong right now between us and this giant world economic forum. Do we want a world economic forum? Okay, this is slow, slow moving ping pong. Okay. When the pong comes towards you like it is right now, what are you going to send back? If no is what you're going to send back, make sure you have some idea to send them why and what to to reorganize the flow of what they want. Okay, what they want seems to be a totalitarian control mechanism. Okay? And that's obviously very frightening to people who've operated on the idea whether you find it an illusion or not. Uh, that we have a relative, you know, sovereignty, personal freedom, and, and we're attached to our, our ideas about liberty. I know I am. I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm speaking for myself as a host of this program. I'm really attached to the ideas that I have civil liberties, that I'm an a- autonomous person, and that I, am, I may be free to reject any technology that I want. Okay, I don't want anything inserted inside of my body that I didn't put there. Okay, with with you know with a yes or no and a full yeah. cognizant. You know, I, I don't I don't want that. I don't want to go in for a routine medical checkup. Okay, so I mean most people and most people are, but I can't say all. But um, what I want to say is thank you, Reggie, for stepping up to the plate and sure. talking to, with me about this today. I want you to oh, come one back. Quick thing. Yeah. Neuralink. Okay. Neuralink. And that is, yeah, Neuralink is the next step. It's where instead of carrying around your phone and pulling it out and having your Bluetooth headset, they plan on plugging it right into you mm-hmm. and that you can have direct input feeds. And later on, technology as it evolves, you know, maybe it goes both ways. Maybe you go into the system and come out of it. You know, it just depends, you know, because everything that we got is an input-output device. Our eyes, our ears, our smells, and our sensations. So yeah. that's an interesting step because, of course, that's essentially the mating of machine. 
huge yeah, that, human. We're, we're going we're gonna to come back and we're going to do more on okay. this. I mean, we're, we're never going to be really done with this. This is like a, compartment, a car, compartmentalization for today. <laughs> but, you know, it's been a joy to talk to you, honestly. So thank you, everybody, who's attended and, and uh, entertained these discussions. I want you to review the materials that I put up there. You know, is this for your benefit? You know, are you going to be able to weigh in on, on how you are uh, using or being abused by a, a World Economic Forum administrative technology, um, you know, which may be partially military controlled, partially someone else controlled? Um, but definitely join us again tomorrow. Uh, check the calendars for listening. The likelihood is it's going to be around the 7 o'clock hour in the PM. But uh, thank you for joining us here at the Unsanctioned Citizen for that AI show. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button.